Hello and welcome to the broadcast. This is a ministry of North Harford Baptist Church in Jarrettsville, Maryland. Visit us online at northharford.org. Our gospel primer. And this week we're on section 13, Stimulated to Love Others. One of those shorter sections, but it does have a long footnote from Titus 3, which is a good one. We'll read that whole thing. All right, section 13 in, from the Gospel Primer, Stimulated to Love Others. When my mind is fixed on the gospel, I have ample stimulation or, uh, or motivation, right, being stirred up to show God's love to other people. For I am always willing to show love to others when I am freshly mindful of the love that God has shown me. Has that proved out in your life? What do you think about that, right? The more mindful we are of God's love to us, it, makes, it stirs us up and helps us be mindful of showing love to others. Same thing with uh, forgiving, right? Forgiving someone who sinned against us. The more mindful we are that God has forgiven us and the nature of his forgiveness toward us will stir us up and remind us, hey, look, buddy, you need to be forgiving others. Uh, verse, uh, footnote 42, not verse 42. Uh, footnote 42 from Titus 3. Remind them to malign no one, to be peaceable, gentle, showing every consideration for all men. For we also once were foolish ourselves, disobedient, deceived, enslaved to various lusts and pleasures, spending our life in malice and envy, hateful and hating one another. But when the kindness of God our Savior and his love for mankind appeared, he saved us, not on the basis of deeds which we have done in righteousness, but according to his mercy, by the washing of regeneration and renewing by the Holy Spirit, whom he poured out upon us richly through Jesus Christ our Savior, so that being justified by his grace, we would be made heirs according to the hope of eternal life. This is a trustworthy statement. And concerning these things, I want you to speak confidently so that those who have believed God will be careful to engage in good deeds. Now, that's a powerful clause. Those who believed in God. Are we those who believed in God? That we would be careful to engage in good deeds. These things are good and profitable for men. Back up into the main body. Also, the gospel gives me the wherewithal to give forgiving grace to those who have wronged me, for it reminds me daily of the forgiving grace that God is showing me. Uh, Ephesians 4:32. Be kind to one another, tender-hearted, forgiving each other, just as God in Christ also has forgiven you. Colossians 3. So as those who have been chosen of God, holy and beloved, put on a heart of compassion, kindness. Humility, gentleness, and patience. I love the imagery there. The metaphor is built right into it, right? Put on a heart, right? You can put on a dress. You can put on a suit. You can put on armor. Put on a heart of compassion, kindness, humility, gentleness, patience, bearing with one another, and forgiving each other. Whoever has a complaint against anyone, just as the Lord forgave you, so also should you. Back up into the main body for that final paragraph. Doing good and showing love to those who have wronged me is always the opposite of what my sinful flesh wants me to do. I know that's true. I'm going to read that one again. I mean, everyone should be in our hearts saying amen to that. Doing good and showing love to those who have wronged me 
is always the opposite of what my sinful flesh wants me to do. Nonetheless, when I remind myself of my sins against God and of his forgiving and generous grace toward me, I give the gospel an opportunity to reshape my perspective. Just another one of these clauses and phrases I really, really love. Just this personification of the gospel reshaping my perspective, sort of like a potter would reshape a lump of clay. It's the gospel of Jesus Christ to reshape my perspective and put me in a frame of mind wherein I actually desire to give this same grace to those who have wronged me. And when we're saved and God gives us new hearts, we're enabled by grace, by the work of the Spirit, we're enabled to love God, and we're enabled to love others. All right, but that's something we have to grow in. That's something that's going to be a process. We're going to be transformed by the renewal of our minds. We'll be gradually conformed to the likeness of Christ. We must always be going back to the gospel of our salvation to be stirred up and motivated in these things.